This is the FS Tech Podcast. Hello and welcome to the FS Tech Podcast. I'm Peter Walker, the editor of FS Tech. And now more than ever, having a clear view of customer information can be the difference between success and failure in the financial services marketplace. With teams in technology stretched to limits, not to mention company budgets, it's crucial to make the most of data assets that you already have. But even for the less legacy burdened firms, this can be distributed across a variety of different systems, servers, databases, and departments. So working out a way to gather this data together in one place can really revolutionize product development and customer service, giving access to key insights and freeing up IT staff to concentrate on more valuable tasks. So to talk about these challenges and opportunities, this podcast features a couple of experts in the space. We've got Alex Jones, the EMEA Senior Director of Customer Service at Data Specialist Fivetran, and Hendrik Brackman, Director of Data Science and Analytics at Business Banking Challenger Tide. So welcome, guys. Yeah, thank you. Glad to be here. Thank you. Very happy to be part of this. Excellent. Okay. Well, I suppose the obvious first question is kind of what's changed in terms of data usage since the pandemic hit? Uh, Alex? Yeah, and it's, a, it's a great question. I think um, it's, it's more about the speed of data. I think volumes of data have always been there. We have seen a, a big, well, I say a relatively big increase in just uh, online traffic, but it's the speed of getting that data and using it. Uh, from a lot of customers that we, we work with uh, at Fivetran, speed to the most recent data um, and being able to have, have that at your fingertips at all times is becoming more and more important. And companies that have been on top of this before the pandemic have really taken uh, advantage uh, of being able to have all of the information in one, in one warehouse. And it's really showing that having your data and all of it in one place is really helping these customers or helping our customers through the pandemic. And Henrik? I, I agree with that and we'll probably um, get a little bit more into detail about that later on. I think for us, um, changes that really happened in the pandemic, there were a couple of them. So the first one is um, people are working much more from home. And I think that uh, created some problems for us to disseminating um, information. So you can't have like easy um, TVs anymore that people can look at when they come in the office. So we needed to find different ways of, of disseminating information there. And then also um, one thing that we found is, so data is generated by our customers. Our customers are mainly businesses. And obviously the pandemic was a massive shock to, to the businesses in the UK. So we had um, a number of problems of yeah, re-establishing benchmarks after such a, such a big shift in, uh, in behavior. And also um, yeah, finding a way to, to adjusting for this uh, change in distributions. Yeah, I mean, it really appears that those firms that had better control over their data assets um, previously are faring better now that everybody's kind of online banking and working from home. Is, is that kind of what you've experienced? Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's also what we experienced. So um, it's interesting since we've been online from the start, so we didn't have that much uh, problem switching to an uh, online process. But I do believe that um, being online only, first of all, comes with a certain uh, culture of um, working in a, in a cloud environment, which makes it very easy to then uh, move your processes online. But it also means that 
and you can capture a lot more information because all your customer interactions are in an uh, easily trackable uh, channel. And it also means you can um, act on your information much, much easier. So if you um, acquire a certain piece about your customer um, like showing some kind of content dynamically is much, much easier in an uh, online setting than it is in a, in a branch, for example. Sure. And, and Alex, is that what you've kind of um, heard from, from clients, I suppose? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think um, what's, what's really important about what Henrik has just said is that, you know, we do have uh, lots of different data sources and uh, even data silos, basically, within a lot of these, um, I say, more modern finance uh, companies where, or financial services company where everything is online. It wasn't too long ago that you wouldn't have anything open in SaaS products or any cloud kind of technology. It was all, always on-prem. Um, but even when you're in the SaaS uh, in industry, uh, there can be data silos and it can be difficult managing all of that data and bring it into one, one warehouse. Like that is the huge problem that we've seen. And that's basically why Fivetran exists. So there's been some legacy uh, tools that will allow you to take all of these da this data from source and take it to a destination. And, and they work well when they're working. But what we see from our customers is that they move and they change so quickly with new tools, new requirements in their source system. So whether that be a marketing tool or it might be a, a brand new product feature that they've got their own database, taking that data without any maintenance is really, really important. And that's what we're seeing with our customers is, is one of the massive uh, benefits of Fivetran is that you know you, you, you basically just connect in Fivetran to all of your sources and bring in whatever changes that you do to those source systems straight into your warehouse. So you can really focus on the, on the data aspect. And, and that's the key thing that I want to, just to kind of point out because it's not just bringing your data into your, into your warehouse. Yes, there's, there's quite a few tools that do that, but it's just doing it in a really effective and efficient manner that allows you to just focus on using that data rather than on pipeline maintenance and all those types of things. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering kind of practically, how, how do you go about connecting up disparate sources of data across, as I say, kind of platforms and databases and departments and different geographies? How, what, what was your process? Yeah. So um, from a Fivetran perspective in, in built into the product, um, we wanted to take all of the complexities away from the user. So you don't, we don't want users setting up really difficult Python uh, scripts and, you know, writing really long SQL transformations. We basically wanted it, you know, point and click to your sources, to your destinations. Obviously there's uh, credentials that we need to have. So you can go through any of our database connectors, uh, our product connectors. So we have, uh, I think it's over 200 connectors now pre-built that you basically just say, this is my instance of, I don't know, Marketo. These are my user details. And I wanted to go to this warehouse. That's it. So it takes away all of that um, difficulty. And maybe Henrik can just say from his perspective, because you know I know he's using uh, Fivetran. So maybe he can give you the actual, uh, his experience on that. Yeah, I, I very much agree with everything you just said, um, Alex. I think one of the things that um, we found uh, really useful about Fivetron is this uh, point and click integration. So if we look at our like end-to-end -end delivery times um, for yeah, um, providing insights, Fivetron has been like really instrumental in, in helping us reduce them by 
cutting down the um, acquisition of, of data sources to yeah um, almost no time. So um, that has been really helpful. Yeah, I, can you give me a kind of idea of some actual use cases then? Are there kind of new products or services that have been enabled due to getting a handle on customer information? So there are a couple of uh, use cases that um, have been enabled through this. So I think the, the primary one is being able to connect the customer journey from acquisition and down to uh, retention and then uh, LTV. So we are now able to um, optimize our marketing spend on a very differentiated way, not only looking at acquisition costs per customer, but then also uh, moving more towards a return on investment model, which is um, one of the things that's very exciting. Um, and then also connecting uh, customer feedback to actual user journeys is another um, yeah, exciting use case that really allowed us to, to pinpoint um, where we have issues in our product and what the, um, the benefit would be in yeah, resolving these issues. Okay. And I suppose uh, Alex, maybe kind of, obviously he's just alluded to it, but kind of once the data is gathered together, what, what kind of analytics are, are possible then? Yeah, I guess, again, this is a little bit of a change in mindset. And um, I think it's important to know that, that what we're talking about right now is, is the modern data stack. So previously, if you know, you used to have to think of a, a, a report that you wanted, and then you'd, you'd build your pipeline and identify where that data is, and, and you'd go through the long process of building that report. But what we're actually seeing now is, you know, due to some of the cloud technologies using Fivetran and using some of the other warehouses, you can just bring all of your data into your warehouse. So any data that you have at all, because storage is so cheap compared to compute, which isn't that expensive compared to like legacy warehouses, um, you can bring all of your data in. So you don't have to know what reports that you want. You can do more ad hoc reporting with your analysts, with your data engineers, so that you don't have to spend a lengthy process of asking for one field to come across from one database somewhere in your siloed system. Just bring it all across and give the analysts all of the data to build their models, to build their, their, um, their insights. So I wouldn't say there's a specific thing that you have to do. Let's just give all of the analysts what they're good at. Let's just give them all of the data, they can build their reports without having to go through the long journey of designing the flow. Just bring it all and let's get, you know, get into the data. Yeah. And um, if I can just add to that, um, also I think it really um, enables uh, machine learning use cases as well, because you very easily get into the situation where you almost have too much data um, on, your, on your customers and you need to unite it into something which is uh, much simpler to be acted upon by the business. And I think, um, yeah, having a tool such as Fivetron that allows us very easy to um, get it all in one place uh, helps with with these applications as well. Okay, that's that's a good point. Yeah, I, I suppose um, as a, as a final question, we usually kind of look forward. Um, so, where do we go from here? What what are you working on as as the kind of next stages of your data evolution? So, it's Hendrik first. Yeah, so I think I already talked about uh, machine learning. Um, so we are um, like at the moment uh, revisiting our infrastructure uh, on that end um, and specifically one of the capabilities that we want to expand on is um, aggregating information that has uh, some latency so um, that comes from our data warehouse with uh, real-time sources in order to make real-time decisions then. 
So that's something that um, we are focusing on this quarter and the following. And then also um, another problem that you start having once there's a lot of data is uh, governance, where we're really having a push on um, A, obviously, uh, all the uh, compliance uh, requirements that come with that, but then also enabling easy discovery and uh, correlation of the different data assets. Okay, and, and Alex, what's next for Fibrand? Yeah, so, um, you know, we've really started to invest in, in just more connectors. Like we are a product, but we don't want, as much as we want um, our customers to be in using our tool, we, we don't want it to be the, the major uh, tool that everyone goes into. But, so to do that, we need to make sure that we continually develop connectors our customers want, you know, so... We have a big backlog of um, connectors that we're building and, and the team are doing a fantastic job of releasing those. Uh, but then also bringing in other uh, components too. So we've got transformations that we want to do as part of pipeline and really setting the standard of what you should be doing with your ETL or ELT as we call it pipelines. So um, you know, working with a lot of our partners just to bring a better experience to our customers. That, that's the major thing that we're working towards right now. Great. Okay. Well, look, that's that's uh, the end of my questions. But I wondered if if um, either of you had kind of places to to send our listeners to find out more, uh, Alex. Yeah. So at uh, at our uh, fivefran.com, we've got um, a, a huge amount of product documentation, use cases, white papers, uh, discussions about uh, the modern data stack. You know, trials that you can do. So that would be the place to go. We really just want people to use our software to find the benefit from it. So please just uh, go there. That's where all of our uh, five plan docs are. Brilliant. And I might as well extend the same to, to you, Hendrik. Uh, any, anywhere to send people for Tide? Yeah, I think there's, uh, we have an excellent um, Tide engineering block where you can read much more about our thoughts on, on how we want to um, tackle these, uh, these problems and how we have in the past. I mean, then also I think, um, it's really exciting to hear how these new technologies enable new products. So if um, anyone out there feels like he's inspired to start a company, um, please uh, do that and uh, come to Tide to open your bank account with us. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, okay, well, look, thank you very much for, uh, for, for talking to me today. Uh, cheers, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the FS Tech Podcast.